Real stories from the team at Northern California's country radio station. Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. You are Inside Froggy 92.9. Welcome Inside Froggy 92.9, your behind-the-scenes look at Sonoma County's country radio station. I'm Dano, joined by our midday personality, Jen, one half of our morning show, Tanner of Amber and Tanner in the morning. Amber out today. Welcome inside. It's election day as we record this. I can feel the tension in the air everywhere I go. I, I went to the gas station earlier today and I could just, I could tell the microwavable hot dogs weren't the same. <laughs> it's noon as we record this on election day, November 3rd. And now is that kind of like... It's actually kind of a golden couple of hours where both sides think that they got this in the bag. And so everybody's, I would say everybody's in generally in a good mood. I I know the election results might not come out tonight, but I am not looking forward to the moment. Whoever wins, by the way, just looking at social media afterwards (sighs) and the after storm that comes. I think I might take a few days off social media just on my personal time from it. Well, every week here on the podcast, we tell one story from behind the scenes, either from our life, from the station, or from country music. Come up with an interesting way to determine who is going to go first. And I have not figured that out today. So I'm (laughs) Tanner, do you have some people voting for red? Go first. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Maybe we could go by color of your shirt backwards. Okay. In the electromagnetic spectrum. I just blew your mind. It's a college thing. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Only two years of that for me. (laughs) So you're gray. Yep. I'm blue and Jen is yellow. So the way that the electromagnetic spectrum plays out is red, orange, yellow, green, blue. Oh, I actually know that because when you're a... when you're building computers, and the little violet. lights that go inside, you have to go mm-hmm. by that scale. Look at that. Mm-hmm. See, who needs a college education? And then you got like gamma rays over here. And then you got like and radio waves over here. A lot of science happening here. Red, orange, yellow. Jen, you're first. Oh, oh but wait, Tanner says backwards. So we'll do it backwards. So violet, indigo, blue. All right. Look so, at that. I'll I was go. planning on alphabetical, but that works too. <laughs> Oh, let's do it alphabetical. I think that's better. <laughs> All right. No, scrap the science. I'll just go first. He brought out his Erlenmeyer beaker and started doing some science in here. So uh, I'll go first. So we'll do a blue shirt, me with our American flag. Tanner's a gray shirt and Jenna's a yellow shirt. Uh, we added a song this week on Froggy 92.9, which in radio terms means it's a new song that's out. And we decided to start playing it in regular rotation. And that song is Kip Moore, She's Mine. It's from his new album, and I've had a recent revelation about Kit Moore, and I would like to share it with everyone and then have a question about the, the topic for you when we're done. Kit Moore and Froggy 92.9 have a good history. I'm not going to say, well, we go way back, but we've crossed paths several times with Kit Moore, and I'm going to list a few of them to you. And I've listed it before on the podcast, but it bears repeating in this story. He has brought his tour bus up to the station out of nowhere, surprise, and played us his new album. We got to hang out with him on the tour bus. He has come to Country Summer, was incredible, had an incredible moment at Country Summer where a gal was like doing a selfie of herself with him and he was just looking at her and then he literally grabbed her phone and was like, live your life. And like a lecture for five minutes. Did he still take the picture though? He did. Okay. (laughs) It was was like, it was a moment. 
Uh, I saw him at the Shoreline opening for Tim McGraw, and he straight up jumped off the stage of the Shoreline and ran all the way up to the lawn and sang a whole song just to the lawn. Jumped, like, on the fence of the Shoreline, like, singing to the lawn. Wow. He has come to the LBC two times, has been, has been incredible there. And I'm trying to think if that covers all of that. That's, that's just about all of it. He's been very, very cool to me in particular. So I've, I've always, like, been like, man, that's the dude. And the tough part for me was... I wasn't ecstatic about the music. I just wasn't. I was like, I was like, this dude is the dude. Like Kit Moore is awesome. I'm going to, this guy's been great to us. I'm going to put on the album. And I'm like sitting there and I'm like, not getting me. Just not, just straight up not. And I'm not offended by it. It doesn't piss me off. And I'm just like, this is just not. Was it something that you really desperately wanted to love and fanboy about? Just because he's been so great. He's such a cool. I see him in interviews and he's so cool. He's cool. He's got, and what he's all about too, what he's all about and his whole mission of doing music and everything, living his life is awesome guy. And I just couldn't get into the music. Okay. So fast forward to the past month or so. Well, actually, the past five months, six months, I've been working out like crazy. I've talked about it a few times. I'm working out five to seven times a week. I ran a marathon. I'm doing yoga. I'm lifting stuff. I'm doing all kinds of exercise I've never done in my life. And I've been tracking all of it on a little Fitbit Garmin watch thing. My resting heart rate has dropped 10 uh, beats. Like just my standard heart rate is lower than it used to be. And that's a good thing, I presume? Yes. It means it's not working as hard. All of a sudden, after a really crazy workout, I was like just exhausted. And like, I'm like, I don't even know how it happened. Somehow the title track for Kit Moore's new album came on. It was like, here comes the bass line. I was like, this is great. And like, it clicked. The whole album made sense. Every, all all the other albums that I've listened to before, I know all the songs and it just like, it just clicked. All of a sudden I'm like, this is what this is this whole time. It's been music for really ripped people who are ready <laughs> to just like chill out and put it on because they've already had all their stress. And what's really funny is that his band is called the Slow Hearts and he actually has an album called Slow Hearts because his bass player says to him that Kip in general is just like real mellow, not not slow, but he's just like everything he thinks about things and everything's like riding a wave. He's a surfer. And I'm like, legit this is for people with a resting heart rate under 60 that's when like as soon as i got my heart rate there i'm like yeah so that's why i don't get it because my heart is going a million miles per hour all the time yeah (laughs) so that's my kind of my journey with him and we added the new song this week i'm very excited i'm digging the whole new album and i hope to get him back in sonoma county again i know he loves coming to the lbc my question for the room is what is someone, something, a movie, an artist, a food that you were just like, no. And maybe you wanted to like it, maybe you didn't want to like it. Then all of a sudden the tide turned and something clicked for you and like, oh, now I get it. The first thing I can think of is it's actually correlates to movies, Quentin Tarantino movies. Mm. It took a while for me. You know, when, when I was in high school, everyone was freaking out about uh, which one was it at the time? Kill with Jamie Bill. Fox, Django Unchained. Oh, okay. That was the one that came out when I was in high school. And my best buddy Alden from back home, he watched it at the movie theater five times. Wow. He spent like $60. $50. Yeah. <laughs> he spent $60, $50 going back to the movies. And I watched it and I was just like, 
oh my God, this nigga is so long. I don't know if I can follow just because I watched the movies that were just fast in your face to the point, didn't have a lot of subtext. And when I was in college, I sat down and I was like, all right, Tanner, you're spending your Saturday watching Pulp Fiction. Haven't seen it before. And I got it. I don't know what clicked in my brain, mm. but I just loved the feeling of the movies. And after that, I went on a giant Quentin Tarantino binge. And I just, I think the guy's a genius now. It unlocked it for you. Yeah. It, it took Pulp Fiction for me to understand some of the best movies ever created. And did you go back and rewatch Django and get it? And I loved you, it. When you hadn't before? I loved it. Isn't that, I, isn't that fascinating? I just felt like I didn't have the taste or the understanding for it at the time. I still thought it was a good movie, mm -hmm. but I didn't get why people minds were blowing out of the top of their head over it. Right. And now I've watched pretty much every single Tarantino film since, and I just adore it. It's a style thing, kind of like Kip Moore, where it's that slow heartbeat. It's a style. A little bit similar for me and Tarantino. Yeah, it is incredibly violent, incredibly gory, but it's There's some dialogue, yeah. though. I mean, they they have scenes. Like, the, those his movies have scenes, like, where people speak versus, like, some movies where it's just like... Right. You know, like just we're just going like they've every turn in Jen, something <laughs> that you were not into and something clicked. Lee, we were watching this movie and I was like, OK, yeah, whatever. We'll watch this movie. And I don't know. I made it like 15 minutes in. And I was like, I'm going to skip. I got to go to the bathroom. I'm going to go watch baseball practice. <laughs> it was my dad's weekend. So I went to my dad's house that night. He's like, oh, you know, how was school? What did you do today? You know, I was like, I don't know. We watched this movie, something about a grail. And it was awful. So I went and watched baseball practice. And he's like, wait, what was it called? And I was like, I don't know. Python and a Grail or something. <laughs> oh, man. He goes, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And I was like, sure. And he's like, nope, get in the car. You're going to like that movie. And we went to Blockbuster and we rented the movie and we sat down and we watched it. And it's actually in my top three favorite movies. No way. Really? I think it was just like the atmosphere, like. You're 17, you're in a classroom, you could go watch the cute boys play baseball, or you could watch this weird movie that you've never seen anything like it. Yeah. But now that I rewatch, and especially as I get older, it's like, oh yeah, that's my humor right up my alley. That's amazing. I loved that movie when I was a kid. I don't know how I would like it right now, to be honest with you. I've Just never seen it. I remember ridiculous. loving it, but I, I feel like I may have burned it out a little bit. But I do, I did love that. I'm pretty sure I own it, so if I, I'll bring it for yes. you to watch. I it's, think it's on Netflix too right now. Oh, if it is, it might be. I've, it's, I've seen it around, and I and I keep making a mental note to do it, but I just don't. I, I had the CD soundtrack, which had additional bits on it. Yeah. I was like way into it. I love it. I had half coconut candles. And you could run around doing the coconut bit. I've heard of that. That's the horse, right? Where a guy was following yes. it around. Yes. That's amazing. It's it's definitely, I think, looking at it too this many years later, a lot of the political jokes mm. still hit. They still hit. Yeah. Because it's politics right, and it right. still hits. Yeah. But it's also ridiculous. So it's it's one of those things where it's timely and you can kind of connect it to real life, but you can also just fade out. Like, I watched the new American Pie movie. It's complete crap, but I enjoyed it because I didn't have to think for an hour and a half. Right. Mm -hmm. There's an, a, a new American Pie? It uh, just came out. It's on Netflix. It's really? It's called Girls Rule, and it's about high school chicks. And, it's, like, Jason Biggs is the dad or no, something? No, Jason Biggs is not in it, but oh. I think one of, the, one of the girls' last name is Stifler, so... Mm. 
I thought Jason Biggs had to be in every American Pie movie. I, I thought, thought Dan Levy had, or Eugene, Eugene Levy. Levy had to be, but apparently not anymore. I think what we're getting at is that a lot of times a movie will come out or an album will come out and it's like, okay, let's look at the numbers. What happened the first week? And it's like, that determines whether it's good or not. And that is mostly the case. But some of these things, for whatever reason, just take time. And so as if you're an artist or a creator, you should always just do it. You should always just do it. And someone's going to find it. Somehow it's going to crack and it's going to click for someone. And a bonus one for me. I could not stand Florida Georgia Line. And now I'm like, but those are bops. Why didn't I love Cruise? Cruise is a bop. It was so popular to hate Florida Georgia Line. And I met them, right? When we had them at the fairgrounds, they were so nice. We've had them at Country Summer. But it just was like, it wasn't until maybe three-ish years ago where I was like, why am I convincing myself that I don't like these guys and their music? Because I do. Sometimes it's just meeting face to face and seeing like who they actually are. They put out bops. Like that's the thing is like for whatever reason, I was just programmed to be like, no, we can't like this because it's not country enough. And it came in so that them in particular came in so strong. Yeah. And ever. And I heard from so many people like, you know what you should be playing? (laughs) And I'm like, who? And they show me the picture of them with some blue background. I'm like, a couple of guys in the corner on the floor. Who? Who are these guys? Yeah. What? <laughs> and and then and then when when they drop dirt, when that's the second single when the new the first single from the second album, I was like, okay. Like these guys aren't all about fireball. Like they, I just remember all the radio people just being like, This is the death of country music. Yeah, and it always is. Rolling our eyes over here. And that So re- was Garth Brooks. Yeah, right. Yeah, right? And <laughs> So was Conway Twitty. (laughs) (laughs) I have a a real quick story about Florida Georgia Line. I met Florida Georgia Line, I think in 2016, Mm. and they were doing this big stadium tour. Long time ago. That was ages ago. Back in my day. Back in my day. You were were voting for the first time and meeting the FGL. Yeah, I know, right? What a year. And I remember the meet and greet. They were like, can you please put on hand sanitizer before you meet Florida Georgia Line? I remember thinking back then, I was like, who do these guys think they are? <laughs> Asking me to put on hand sanitizer. Ahead of their time. Yeah, ahead of their time. Now, it's the norm. I do that when I leave work. <laughs> Kit Moore's new album, Wild World, is out now. He's getting ready to release a special edition. He's got an incredible acoustic EP. And like I said, can't wait to have him back here in Sonoma County. I hope he never hears this. Or slash I might send it to him. <laughs> it just speaks to the fact that, you know, you should, even if you don't like something, don't dismiss it. You know, you can't, I mean, I know we can all just hit skip nowadays on a lot of things. Sometimes it's the things that really not you, you need to kind of look into and dig into and think about why is that getting to me? I think one thing about me is that even if it, an artist that I don't like any genre puts out an album, I do try and give it a full listen Mostly because I can't be like, no, that's crap if I haven't listened to the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Because you never know when you're going to find like a song that Luke Bryan didn't release as a single that's just like the greatest song you've ever heard. To Mm -hmm. the moon and back. Incredible song. Yeah. Kill the Lights album. Yeah. So I like to at least give it a full listen so that I at least can put an opinion together rather than just being like, well, I didn't love one margarita, <laughs> which I do. Yeah. That, I love that song, but I'm just using it as an example. I feel like country artists are starting to develop more conceptual albums that they all work together, where I feel like for at least a decade, it was just, this could be a single, this could be a single, this could be a single. And country albums, I feel like the past three years have been really enjoyable to listen to front to back. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
So that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Tanner, you have a gray shirt on. G comes after B for blue. Gray shirt, you're up next. What's your story? I just kind of had a little bit of a silly observation, literally on my way back from my lunch break. I was leaving my apartment and I realized I am no longer a Washingtonian in any aspect of my life. Really? My Evergreen State card, throw it out the window. I don't know what that means. What is that? Washington's Evergreen State. But what's your car? Oh, you mean your driver's license? No, I'm just saying like oh, okay, my okay. card. Just like, you know, the man Washington. card. I didn't, But I didn't know if there was some like <laughs> discount card that you, you know, get living every there. Every Washingtonian actually gets this car. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I, I was leaving my apartment and it's 73 degrees outside right here in Sonoma County. And I, and I walked out my front door. I went, ooh, it's kind of cold today. And I went inside, grabbed my like thick jacket thick. and put it's thick and I put it on and it reminded me of this memory of when I interviewed here at Froggy 92.9 it was like a rainy day here it was like pretty cold and I remember Dano this one moment uh, you took me to the Green Music Center before I came in and interviewed and like show me the stage and stuff like that and I was like man aren't you hot and it was literally like 68 degrees outside and just looking at your face I was like oh I'm just a pansy. Yeah. <laughs> just acclimated to Washington. 66 is hot in Washington. Yeah. And I was thinking, uh, I was like, man, if I flew in from Washington today, I would have to be wearing like a crop top or something. I, just <laughs> I wouldn't be able to handle this. And I just, I feel like, I don't know, just so many things have made me feel like Sonoma County is home. And I feel like just putting on a jacket in 73 <laughs> degree weather is one of them. It's just, it's just wild to me. I never would have conceptualized 73 degrees as man it's kind of chilly today oh, that's so sweet yeah. i love it i i was very excited to bust out the sweater this morning oh i was pumped because i'm a little bit of a bigger boy <laughs> i thrive in jackets because it hides my body <laughs> <laughs> layers layers hide the layers yeah yeah I, th I do remember you a couple of times especially early on you were like because you you started here in april and you were like it's so hot <laughs> i'm like is it Really? You were like, it's raining. It's 70. <laughs> 70's like, we've got to turn the heater on. You had a climate acclimation. I really have. And I feel like maybe I've been adjusted for a while and I just have realized it living here for almost two years now. Jeez. Uh, when I was a senior in high school, we had a really hot spring. And by really high, I mean like 75 tops. <laughs> and I remember everyone wearing like shorts and like undershirts as shirts. This is it. It's the moment we were waiting for. We're going to pray for this, guys. The thing is, in Washington State, it's not a normal thing to have AC. It's just, you know, needed. Why buy it? And everyone would be in class fanning themselves when it's 75 degrees outside. And it's just funny to think like how different a two and a half hour plane ride can be. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. On the same coast. On the same coast, on the same exact coast. It's just, it's so different. As I'm planning a trip to go back to Seattle in December, I'm like, I got to pack every jacket possible because I'm going to be frozen. We've always joked about, not joked, but like moving to Tahoe because I love Tahoe. I grew up going there, but I just like, I can't live in snow. I just can't do it. Yeah. It's cold. And Katie's like, oh, you get used to it. And I'm like, I'm not going to get used to shoveling snow. 
And she's like, oh, I'll do it. I'm like, oh, yeah, like you'll change the kitty litter box. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm the one that's going to be shoveling snow. Yeah. I think it's too much of a difference of living in NorCal my whole life and then being like, I'm going to go live where it snows for four to six months. Yeah, I, I don't think I can hang with it. I just don't. Maybe Tahoe, maybe, if only because Tahoe snow, you still get sunny days. That's true. I had a buddy who lived back in New York City. Actually, he was in Jersey, so he's across the bridge. He would say to me, I was like, because he's from here. And I'd be like, Ryan, what's going on, dude? Like, what do you think? He's like, dude, I can't even go to the grocery store. I can't even drive down the street. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, it's too snowy to drive down the street. I'm like, you just get in your car and just, just, he's like, you don't understand. You can't leave. Like, you literally can't leave. And it's, it's just, the OG quarantine. It's like it's like the gray bomb you have in Seattle on top and mm. then snow on the ground. And it's just like, you know, a nor'easter or whatever the hell they call it. You just are locked in your house. A friend of mine in junior high moved from here to Ohio and we would write letters back and forth because you can't talk on the phone to Ohio. That would have been hundreds of dollars back in the That's day. true. And She'd be like, oh, well, it's 120 degrees out today and we're not supposed to leave our house because they'd get like really bad heat waves. Really? Yeah. And I'm like. In 1998, this is happening? Uh, Yeah, ish. Global warming dates Global back that warming. far. Crazy. Goes back that far? So there'd be like I days. that was a the, recent thing. And at that time, I'm like, oh, God, you can't leave your house. And now I'm like, oh, God, how lucky are you? You don't get to leave your house. <laughs> your dream. It's yeah. a dream. Hey, you should move to Tahoe. Then. <laughs> <laughs> if I could afford to just live there and be in my house all day, I would. Or for me, I grew up uh, Seattle. It's not super known for being snowy, but there is a healthy amount of snow for at least three weeks out of the year. And I do miss the snow at times. I can always go back. I mean, the snow is awesome for like 10 minutes. Right. Then you're like, oh, I'm wet and cold. <laughs> we we got to get you up to Tahoe sometime. We I want to go yeah. desperately. Tahoe is sponsored by visit Tahoe, Tahoe is so incredible. Literally any time of year. Mm -hmm. There's literally no bad time. It's gorgeous. Right now it would be, you'd have the leaves changing. Snow is on the way. So you've got skiing. Then in the in the summer, it's hot. Don't go in the lake. It's still freezing, but you can boat on the lake. You can still go in the lake. It Wimp. is freezing. I jumped right in. We got a big old inner tube. We floated it out. It was great. Maybe me as a Washingtonian could have done it, but Maybe. me I mean, now. In all honesty, it's cold. It's cold. It's okay. Cold. So it's like when you're jumping in, you're going to feel like you stopped breathing for a few seconds because oh, yeah. it's that much of a shock to your system. I'm it, not going But I in. love it. It's not, a, it's not a Craig Morgan song. Like, this is not a chill, like, jump in the lake, lake. It's just gorgeous. I mean, there's just, I mean, literally the whole area is just the trails and there's restaurants and there's gambling and there's... Sigma Derby and there's oh, all kinds sick. of stuff. Well, there's not Sigma stuff. Derby know, anymore. All right. This sounds like paradise. <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> and they know how to charge for it. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Tahoe is really cool. But I have to say, on behalf of Sonoma County and the Sonoma Countyans in this room, well, we're so lucky to have you. I'm glad that you feel acclimated at home here because you belong here. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for saying that. And I, I really feel like, I just feel like it's home. You know, it's really nice. I love it. That's got to be crazy. Well, I uproot your whole life and actually make that place feel home. Yeah. Very fortunate that you, Dano, and you, Jen, and everyone here at Froggy 92.9 has made Amber and I feel so welcomed. I don't mean to speak for Amber, but 
Because she hates it here. <laughs> no, she loves I, it too. I mean, it comes she loves in, it too. I, it comes in waves. And I read a study not too long ago that said it takes three years to make it feel like it's actually legit your home. And I mm-hmm. feel like I'm kind of already there. You know, so much has happened in these past two years. And the weather is just one of those things. Knocking it off the list. That's awesome. Yeah, You, you did get a bit of a crash course. <laughs> <laughs> I think we lucked out that this October ended up being a little bit calmer, although we did have couple of incidents. But yeah. Don't let crazy people fool you. It's been hot in Sonoma County in the fall for a long time. I remember, yeah. I remember sitting in elementary school and just sweating my ass off, you know, in September. It's been like this for a long time. L- Maybe not the wind levels, but it's been hot around here in the yeah. fall for a long time. I mean, Halloween, it was like, okay, is it going to be too hot to wear my costume or is it going to rain? Exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. Because it, it was, those were the options. When I went to the patch for the first time last year, I was like, it's hot. I know, yeah. <laughs> Pumpkin patch. Yeah. I was like, what in tarnation <laughs> is going on? Guess I don't need this yeah. plaid scarf. Yeah. And then my neighbor's pumpkin was like melting and like morphing <laughs> down. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> Where did I move? Yeah. <laughs> well, Tanner, thank you so much for sharing that story. Yeah. Just, just. Welcome oh, home. You. Feeling good. Thank Talking you. Talking about some stuff making us feel good on a election day. Jen, you are up next. You've got a yellow sweater on. It's what would you say is that crochet? Is that cross stitch? Is that what kind gingham? of domesticated woman do you think I am? It's a sweater. Gingham. It's a knitted sweater. Kind of like a uh, like a dish towel I pattern. Tried, I tried to learn how to knit once. That did not go well because I do not have that kind <laughs> of patience. My story is that I have an irrational fear, and I also want to know if you guys have any irrational fears. So my. Mm. Fear is car washes. They stress me out. They're dark, and then things are hitting your car. Last night, we went through Splash, and I get a little, like, on edge about it. And Katie's like, oh, I forgot. And I was like, this one's fine because it's not dark. But it's because it's light, thank God. But when you go in the ones that, like, you know, shell and it's yeah. just dark, and you can't see what's hitting your car. No, the one, no people. Yeah, no, yeah. It's they, I don't know what it is. It might be like I'm slightly claustrophobic, but there's something about car washes that legitimately stress me out. Huh. I don't have any reason. I was never, like, traumatized in a car wash. It's not like people who are afraid of dogs because they got bit by a dog as a kid. I just, for whatever, it's an irrational fear. Splash Express Car Wash is a good friend of the radio station, yes. and... They also just put on a car wash haunted house. So that must have been like <laughs> your know. irrational fear on steroids. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Did you go? Oh, I would have had a heart attack. In and, a haunted house. In- yeah, no, there's no way. I would have had an aneurysm wow. and ended up in the hospital. But I heard it was fantastic. <laughs> it the was pictures great. look great. I went through it, and I'm scared of anything scary whatsoever. And I had a really good time. I took the KSRO van through it. <laughs> good, that van needed a wash. And it hadn't had a wash since all fire season. So, like, all this <laughs> stuff just started. Like, the windshield was, like, black like as it's coming down. Sorry, that's from me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here's the thing is I absolutely know what you're talking about with car washes. I have this weird irrational fear that you're supposed to line up your tires tire your left tire to this thing and I, I always had this theory that my tire wouldn't be in there it'd slip out my car would just spin and i'd be stuck <laughs> in the car wash for like three days and the thing about splash is when you go through the splash express car wash it's like you're going through a rave like there's lights <laughs> yeah. everywhere yeah. i'm like do i need knee pads for this <laughs> but with most car washes you're just going through in this weird black tunnel and stuff is just yeah, yeah. 
hitting your car. And the first time I went through a car wash while I was licensed, I got a giant dent in my Dodge Neon, and I was so mad about it. Well, that was mostly the Neon. Probably. <laughs> but I didn't go through, a, a like, a actual car wash for, like, three years after that because I was like, I don't believe in them. But I go again. <laughs> I've I've taken my new cars through Splash only. I haven't taken them through anywhere else, and I always wonder. I'm like I'm like you know, even though they're friends at the station, I'm like this is gonna like dent my car someday, and I'll like be like oh, I should have done that. Perfect every time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've never, never had, had a problem there. They but, should just take this conversation and make it a commercial. <laughs> Lawrence, <laughs> Lawrence. <laughs> what's your rational fear though? Is that your rational fear? Jen was asking, what's your rational fear? Oh, I have plenty of irrational fears. Where do I start? I have. Well, snakes isn't really an, an irrational fear, right? That's fairly rational. That's fairly yeah, that's rational. Pretty common. But I do mean, you think that they're going to show up at places where they would? I always think they're going to come through my toilet. Oh yeah, I do think about that because that's that's like a huge thing in the South. That, that I've happened been to find. Katie once when she was younger. Where? At, well, I think her house, or maybe they were like staying at a house somewhere. I don't remember the whole story, but it's happened to her. I always have this fear that one's going to come through the toilet while I'm doing my business. I'm going <laughs> to die on the toilet like Elvis. And nobody's going to know why I died until, like, they go and investigate my body at the coroner's office. And they're like, oh, he died from a snake bite. And I just feel like there are ways to prevent that. Uh, it, <laughs> Sorry, it, it, I, I don't mean to paint a picture. It, it did happen to Brett Eldridge. Brett Eldridge was in, a like, a Cayman Island resort or something like that. I vaguely he, remember that. He had it on when he was Snapchatting. Yeah. It was like, here it is. And it's, like, coming out, like, looking around. I just hope if this ever happens to me, I see the snake before I sit. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I legit, it's fun. I'm not going to say that that's mine, but I actually do look for it every time. You every, do? Every time I sit on the toilet, every time. Every time I look for something in there. Imagine the one time you don't look. <laughs> I'm like really weary when like you go to the bathroom at like somewhere in Bodega because they're the weird just kind of holes. Oh, so yeah. I'm like, all right, no spiders. <laughs> There's a spider over there in that corner and it's really too close to me, but I have to pee. <laughs> I honest to God forget we have snakes here until I'm going on my once a year hiker. I'm going somewhere. The petrified forest. Yeah, or the petrified <laughs> forest. And it says, caution, snakes. And I'm like, I want to go with a car. <laughs> wow. I have my rational, I used to have, used to have a ton, a ton. I used to be a major hypochondriac and I've worked through a lot of it. Of course, as I've talked about before, ter- terrified of the Phantom of the Opera from the musical, the Phantom of the yes. Opera. Yeah. Didn't your wife scare you? Yes, yeah, she did. I think we talked about that before. I still, I don't like looking at that dude. <laughs> I don't want to know what's under your face. I don't want to look at your weird white face. Stop popping up behind mirrors. When I was a kid, I was literally worried about looking in mirrors alone by myself in the house. I'm like, he's going to be in there. Oh, Lord. <gasps> spiders used to be a big one, and I am a serial killer of spiders. Same. I don't wish ill on a lot of animals, but GTFO my house. Yeah. Absolutely. I really wish I could have a kind enough heart to trap them and put them outside, but I just don't have it in me. Yeah. I'm sorry, ASPCA. Well, and I, I can't even get close to them. I'm like, all right, I got my flip-flop. I'm four feet away. I hope I hit it. <laughs> I sick my cat on them. I'm like, get him. Probably the one that I still hold on to, my child being sucked out into the ocean. That I don't know that that's irrational, yeah. though. Uh, that's, I think that's just a parent thing. That's a yeah. par- I think that's just a standard parent worry. Look in the news. It happens a lot around here. I mean, if you lived in Arizona or something, then Maybe. I would call it an irrational fear. But we have so many beaches here. Up and down the West Coast, it's like... Daughter got sucked out to sea. Dad went in to save her. They're both dead. Daughter got sucked out. Son got sucked out to sea. Dad went in to save him. Son made it. Dad's dead. I mean, it, it ha- 
they try to be like, it's very rare. Not for the person it happens to. And yeah. like, it's so preventable. Don't go. But then again, I've been going to the beach a little bit more over the past couple of weeks. And because I am like enjoying the vibe out there. So I'm trying to work on that too. But I guess I'm what I'm learning is that there are some beaches which are just insane here. And then there's some that are very chill. That's a concern. That's a concern I have. And mountain lions when I'm running on all those trails. I mean, we had one come down to the mall. I you know, never know I with know. those guys. And did you see that Utah video, that guy in Utah? The mountain yeah. lion that was after that uh -uh. guy? <gasps> oh, was it the one that was like stalking, stalking him? Yeah. Him. yeah. And then everyone's like, he was fine. That, that lion was just protecting your cubs. Okay, easy for you yeah. to say from your YouTube screen. That, that you sit there and tell me you're fine. That mountain lion can protect her cubs, but it looked like he was about to eat his face. Coming up like... Anyways. See, these are the excuses I create to not go outside. <laughs> these are the excuses. And it's too hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might melt. <laughs> well, Jen, I hope you're able to get past that fear of car washes. Splash car wash has helped, believe it or not. I still get a little antsy, but because it's not pitch black dark and I don't think the guy with the mask from Scream is going to jump out and stab me. <laughs> Only I'm at good. the Splash Haunted House edition. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Another episode in the books. Thank you all for taking the time. Thank you for listening to the episode. We appreciate your reviews and your subscriptions. We're always looking for more subs. This is your first time checking it out. Maybe you heard one of those promos on the air, which is like, find the podcast now. Listen to this story and subscribe. Go to froggypodcast.com or the Froggy app or any podcast platforms. Maybe you heard something like that and you actually, you know, I think that's through. actually exactly what it says. I wrote it. And I want to thank you for checking it out. Subscribe. We have many more episodes and leave us a review too. We'll read it on the podcast. Next episode is up for you right now. Just hit next. Inside Froggy 92.9 with Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. Hit subscribe now if you haven't already. And stay up to date with the team on Instagram or Facebook. Follow at Froggy 929. Inside Froggy 92.9 from Amaturo Sonoma Media Group.